Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 98 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And in today's episode, we're talking about one of my favorite topics ever, which is boundaries. What are they? Should you set them? Should you not? And just before we jump right in, I would love to share an update with you. And if you've been listening to this podcast regularly, then you probably heard. But if you're new here, welcome. And I would love to let you in on a little secret. My brand new book, Release, A Women's Guide to Releasing Weight in Midlife, through becoming a body's best friend is almost out. I cannot believe it. This has been a 10-year dream finally coming to fruition. So if you want to pre-order your copy, and if you're listening to this before the book hits the stores, then it counts as a pre-order. And you will also receive a, a signed copy by myself as well as a pre-order gift. If you are ordering this after it is launched, you will still receive all the bonuses, but the pre-order gift uh, is no longer going to be available. So if you're listening to this as it releases, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book right away to get your copy. And if you're listening to this later on, go in there and all the bonuses and special gifts after it's launched, will also be listed on this page. And in there, there's also a button so you can purchase your copy in whichever format you prefer to consume books, either ebook, audiobook, physical copy, whichever way I've made all those available to you to give you the most flexibility on, you know, consuming this beautiful book that I wrote that is the combination of the last 11 years of my career and a lot of love I have in my heart to share with you. But back to our episode today. So when it comes to boundaries, what I wanted to talk to you about today is my take and perspective on it. And this has been a topic that I've been studying, researching, and contemplating for a very long time. And it is one that my perspective on it has shifted over the years. And I would say that the very first time, so I've always seen boundaries, first of all, let's start from the beginning, as, you know kind of like rules that we set for the world of how we wish people interact with us, right? So in the sense that they're basically like protective measures to prevent people from over, you know, getting into our space or overtaking our time that we're willing to give. And a lot of women say that they have difficulty setting boundaries, Meaning that, you know, they feel that they're always given to others and it's hard to say no and it's hard to set, you know, limits on how much people can just like pop in and ask you for things, right? And that used to be my take on it as well for many years until 
I read a book by Michael Singer, The Untethered Soul. And what was interesting when I read that book is that and it's either that book or his follow-up, The Surrender Experiment. I forget which of the two. But anyways, around the time, this is like many, many years ago, I'm reading the book and he talks about this concept of, you know, the freedom of instead of having those hard boundaries, at least that's my interpretation of what he said, was uh, very much in terms of opening your heart and leading with a completely open heart. And that was shocking to me because I thought, oh my gosh, like if I don't have my boundaries in place, you know, this tall walls that people cannot come through, you know, how could I do this? Like, you know, my time would be fully consumed and, and this and this and that. Fast forward many years and I got really much, very much deeper into studying human behavior, following different mentors and learning directly from them. And a lot of the concepts and principles that I live my life through these days, even though we're based on a lot of the learning that I've acquired over the last decade, everything always came through the lenses of that one concept I just share with you, of the possibility that boundaries does not mean putting up those high tall walls that there is a way to still have a very respectful amount of space between you and that which you wish not to give to the world without having to close off your heart to everything and everyone around you and I've always contemplated that and I looked for finding that sweet spot the balance in between the two and mind you we're all work in progress right? What I'm about to share with you of how I see it doesn't mean that, you know, you will implement it immediately and that is fine. Some people will be easier to implement what I'm sharing with you in a minute. Other people will be more difficult based on your degree of attachment to them. But I just wanted to give you this little seed for you to contemplate how to do this differently which is very much the basis of this podcast. I want to take concepts such as confidence and your ability to be seen and put yourself out there in all those different angles and give you a slightly different perspective to contemplate, to continue growing and expanding you in ways that you may not have thought about before. So when it comes to boundaries specifically, if the intention is finding a way to still maintain healthy boundaries while having your heart completely open, meaning not having to hide from people in the world, how would you do it? How is it possibly possible? It almost seems to be counter, you know, productive, right? To open yourself up while you're hoping to, you know, keep some things closed off. In the way that I have realized is that boundaries are not about saying no to other people. That is putting up the big walls. Boundaries is actually saying yes to you, despite what you perceive that others may want or expect from you. I'm going to say this again. Boundaries in this new way that I like to look at it has everything to do with you being in the center of it, being on the you know driving force and choosing what suits you despite how others are going to react or perceive it. 
And I think the scariest part of this definition is how others will perceive it. <laughs> I think a lot of times when we feel that we don't want to say no to someone is because we really expect them to either not like it or react poorly and all those things. And we don't want that to happen, right? And we've all had, I'm assuming, but I can almost certainly say have experienced recently that we had to either set new boundaries or reset previous ones, which could be even trickier and practice that open heart and that vulnerability and that authenticity. And yeah, it can feel really scary. So let's break it down into the two pieces. The first piece is setting boundaries or saying no to that which you don't want and yes to what you want. So setting a boundary, saying yes to you and what makes sense to you. So the first part of it is you actually knowing what you want, right? Because one thing is when we overgive our time to others, even when they do not ask for, and then later on when we're tired and cranky, we complain that they take too much. <laughs> But if they never asked for it, if you actually volunteered, even if you thought you should or whatever those duty words are, it is important to be very clear upfront when you're very intentional about your actions and where you're saying yes to and no to, and you know that this is what you actually want and not what you believe you're supposed to do, that is step one. Because if you're doing a bunch of things that you think you should do, you're already starting this process on the wrong note, right? It is about you and what do you want? Even if you're not ready yet, you go out and do it. But if you were to map the process, say you have to have a very difficult conversation with, um, say, a team member or a family member, knowing, okay, these are the things I want. This is how my inner priorities are going to be met. This is my best case scenario, what I want out of the situation. That's step one. Step two is now preparing to actually have that interaction and have that conversation. And what I like to do, I like to prepare for what I'm most afraid of. <laughs> so I sit quietly, I take a few deep breaths and say, okay, what am I actually afraid could happen if I were to say, let's just say this relative that, no, I no longer can do X, Y, and Z that you expect of me, or I think that you expect of me. I like to either write down or voice record, whatever is your process, but write down the outcomes that you think are kind of like the worst outcomes. You know, those are the things that they'll be really hurt and they would not want to talk to me anymore. They will call me names, whatever it is. I will lose that relationship, you know, write those down. Because the moment that we can actually, you know, look through every single one of those fear outcomes, which totally are things in our mind are making up stories and projections, doesn't matter. They're real to you in the moment. The more we can neutralize them one by one, we are so prepared that when the situation actually arises, we already played up with the scenarios. So we're able to stay very actual and not go into our amygdala and survivor response. We can stay in the more logical part of our brains that can actually make very logical decisions. And that's what we want to do. Because now that you've done step one, get really clear what you want and what are the outcomes you want out of it. Number two is actually to prepare for that conversation so you can actually implement it, right? And the first thing that I like to say is that you take all of the potential fears. So let's just pick one as an example. We are afraid that that person will be really upset and we will, you know, lose that relationship. Okay. 
So then what I like to do is like, okay, if that was to be the case, what are all the drawbacks of losing a relationship? Your brain is going to list blah, 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 a bunch of that. Then I say, what are the benefits of losing that relationship? And your brain is probably going to go, uh, I don't see any, right? Because if you're not wanting to lose a relationship, it would be really hard to see the benefits of doing so. But the reason why it's important to contemplate and really take some time to think about it is that even if saying yes to you would mean saying no to that person and therefore lose that relationship, there are still benefits to it. And I wanted to really dig for some, even if it's a handful to get started. Okay. Now, the final piece of this is that we are assuming that if you're saying no to someone, therefore potentially compromise the relationship, we are assuming that we're doing that person a disservice. And that is why we feel that they're going to react poorly to it. However, if you were, your mind were able to actually see all the benefits to that person. So the first part is what are the benefits to you of losing a relationship? The second piece and the final piece is what are the benefits to that person of you saying no to them? Because those are the two blind spots that we have in our minds that we think doomsday is about to come. But if you're able to understand that when you say yes to you, you're staying most authentic, you're being the best version of you, you're modeling even being that version of you to the other person. As you say no to them and you reset quotations, you know, their expectations of you and what you should and shouldn't do. There are so many benefits, even if they react poorly, if they're upset, if they yell, doesn't matter how they behave, they are blinded to the benefits. But if you are clear, what are the benefits to them of you staying true to you? You start to neutralize that, you know, potential charge in between getting what you want and then getting what they want. And in some cases, if the conversation permits, you can even share gently with a lot of caring and compassion. What are some of the benefits to them that you are saying no to and why? If you're not able to because of how they react, letting them go, releasing them and knowing that that is part of their growth that is serving them even if they can't see it. And I think that is the hardest part. If it's somebody really close, somebody that we really care for, that we really don't want to jeopardize or lose a relationship. But you jeopardizing you and your needs and what is best for you to temporarily give them a yes is not doing either party a service. It's actually doing both of you a disservice in the long run. So this is about long-term gain, not short-term gains. And setting boundaries that say yes to you, regardless of how others perceive it, is going to be game changer for everyone. And the more authentic you are by telling, these are my needs, take it or leave it, the more you're going to surround yourself with people that accept you for who you are, that are not here to take advantage of you, that are not here just to impose their expectations of you because you're becoming so solid that you're able to navigate life with a completely open heart and still be completely accepted for who you are. Just before we close, I'll give you a very quick example of this in my actual life. This is a type of relationship I was able to, over the last 16 years, build with my husband. So if there is something we're going through and we both need something, but what I need, I just really need something for him and I cannot compromise I tell him exactly what's going on. Say, this is what I need from you. I know this is taking X, Y, and Z from you, but this is what I need right now. 
are you open and willing to give it to me? He says, yes, we go to the process and move on. Next time he needs something from me that may be a little no stretch in my limits, same thing. He comes, he asks permission to share how he feels and what he's looking for. And we move through massive things in our lives with so much ease and grace because we're not afraid to disappoint or upset the other one by simply stating what we need. And this, I'm not just hypothetically telling you, this is literally how we live our lives. This has, of course, improved over the last few years. We weren't just born knowing how to live this way, but it is an incredible experience. So there's no fear of rejection. There's no fear of being, you know, of disappointing each other because we're so clear up front that these are my needs. This is what I need. And this is what I can give you in return. And I think that is the most beautiful way. And if you can take this little example and apply that to other people in your life, the more no's you say because you're saying yes to you, the more congruent you feel, the easier it is to build incredible relationships with those around you. And of course, with yourself, which I think is a responsibility we all have to be as true authentic and congruent with our needs, because that is how we put the best version of ourselves out there in the world. So I hope this inspires you. And if you want to share anything, any ahas and continue the conversation, the best way to do so is to send me a direct message on Instagram. And I go by naturally.joyous. Dot is just a period in between the two lines. I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.